Thursday, everyone. Um, four down this week. One to go. Just one. Just one more day. We can do it. Can we? In the work week. <laughs> Honestly, this week went by so fast. Did it? I think it did. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just exhausted and I treated yesterday like it was a Thursday and same honestly this morning was not great it wasn't and it I walked into work this morning feeling like a Friday honestly full disclosure I didn't get to work till 10 a.m this morning I was like I'm I'm running late this morning and I got I got a breakfast sandwich from Harris Teeter fuck you I did my typical like Kim was hung over this morning (laughs) I mean, I was kind of hungover, too, to be honest. Okay, I had, like, two glasses of wine. You and said I, three. Okay, three, and I had a headache. I was like, fuck, like, what's wrong with me? I had four craft beers over a period of, like, four and a half hours. Like, it wasn't even back-to-back. And That's... I still woke up with a headache. What's happening to us? We are old as fuck. Washed. We're washed. No. I re- Not yet. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. I can't, I feel like we can't actually cross over that hump until we're, like, in our late 20s. Yeah. Anyways, so, um, when I woke up this morning, well, actually, no, it was yesterday morning, and I checked Charlotte Agenda, like I do per usual for, like, the first hour that I get to work. <laughs> LOL, Sam. Um, I saw this article, and I sent it to Madison immediately, and I was like, you have to read this. It's titled, How Much Do Charlotte Influencers Actually Make? And I've been thinking a lot about this lately. Because, like, we are Charlotte influencers. Are we, though? Oh, apparently we're not because there's, like, super super influencers, and then there's, like, micro-influencers, and then there's, like, I, I don't even think there's a tier below that. Like, you just don't exist, pretty I, much. I think we're micro-niche influencers. <laughs> <laughs> no, micro, you have to have, like, between, like, 35 and 50,000 50,000? And then a super influencer is like 100,000 plus. And then what if you're like in the millions? Then you're just a celebrity? Yeah. Like no chance that like Vestique is getting you to post about them. Yeah. So this whole article, Madison didn't read, so let me give you the lowdown. Full disclosure, Kim sent this article to me and I had every intention of reading it, but then I got really caught up in the book we're reading for book club so right it just didn't happen which is fine because i have like already read past you so you can catch up that's okay fuck you (laughs) um so pretty much it's saying that this boutique in charlotte this like local boutique um called vestique i mean i'm sure that nobody non-local has like heard about it it's all over the southeast okay there's like seven or eight different locations okay it's like your typical like small southern boutique it's like online and in stores, whatever. Apparently, and it's really good prices too. Yeah, like, everything's like under like a hundred. Yeah, I think. Yeah, or so, like pretty close to it. Right. Yeah. Um, but apparently they invest like a shit ton in like marketing and like e-commerce and all this stuff. Like they, the article says they have paid up to a thousand dollars for a single Instagram post. How the fuck do I become the bitch that gets paid a grand for one Instagram post? Honestly, I was thinking about this long and hard. Like, trust me. And I don't think it's that hard. All you need, the Instagram Influencer Starter Pack is... <laughs> what do you need? A filter filter pack, first oh, of all. Oh, you need, you need Visco, all the filters. You need... Um, I have that. Check one. Teeth, teeth whitener. You okay. need to get your teeth professionally whitened or um, do like a little kit or something, you know? I can do that. Um, <laughs> you need a white background, a white wall, 
a your, white wall in your in house. Your, yeah, in your apartment mm-hmm. or house. Yeah. You need, like, a cheetah pillow or something, like, to kind of go with the aesthetic. And then you need... A Nikon camera. Right. Exactly. And some red lipstick. Yeah. And maybe fake eyelashes. Right. That's, like, kind of a, a maybe. Yeah. Only if it's, like, important. And you also probably need a personal trainer, otherwise you're going to get too fat to maintain a personal influencer And then you, you need the clothes, of course. So that's where so Bestie comes in. So basically you need to be low-key wealthy to actually become an influencer. Yeah. That's why I kind of hate influencers that try to be relatable, because I'm just like, well, you really didn't come from average means. Yeah. Ever. And I've honestly been thinking about this, too. I'm like, I... This seems so easy because, like, sure, I would love to, like, get a grand from, like, just posting one Instagram. But think about it. Like, every single thing that you do, every restaurant you go to, even though this is pretty much where we're at, like, we post a picture every single place that we go. Yeah. Like, you... This is part of your job. Like, you have to look good all the time. Yeah. You have to make sure you order something that looks... Pretty. Photogenic. Photogenic food, please. (laughs) And if you don't get a good picture, it's not like you could just, like, put your phone away. Like, normally, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm like, oh, this food looks cool, like, let me pull out my Instagram and, like, try to put on my story. And if it doesn't look good, I'm like, oh, wasn't meant to be. Put my phone away. Enjoy the dinner. Yeah. But they're like, okay, I have to do it. I have to change angles. I have to get the good lighting. Like, this is, $1,000 is riding on this picture. It might not be $1,000 all the time, but this is what I'm using for reference. Okay, but even if it was, like, 100, they're saying... There are, people are getting paid anywhere between one hundred and twenty-five and five thousand dollars. Yeah, like I'll take one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Exactly. That's like a lot of money. Yeah, and I think it would just ruin like life for me. It yeah. would ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of pressure. But I've thought about this too. But when you think about it, if you don't have a real job. On top of it? Yeah, that's all you have to do all day. Then I guess I guess I could. But I don't know. I just feel like it would make me so insecure, like, looking at all my pictures and, like, being like, oh, I feel like I don't look good in that one or, like, oh, I should have fixed this. And I would just become obsessive over, like... I mean, yeah. I my- mean, I think about how obsessive we already are. So for it to be your entire job, your entire life, right. it would definitely be harder. I would rather be, like, um... An influencer that photographs, like, food, like a food blogger, I could do that because it's not pictures of myself. Yeah, like, you'd be, like, a foot model or something? No, I have really (laughs) ugly feet. (laughs) A hand model, you know, just... Yeah, Little parts of your body, but not the full thing. (laughs) Or, like, even, like, an interior design blogger. Yeah, Where they just photograph houses and shit. And your house. Yeah... I don't know. I mean, the pressure, it's different like, because it's not as, like, I feel like it's you. so fake. Like, no matter, I mean, what it is. no matter what you're doing, like, outside of that photo, like, I'm getting real deep here. Like, even if you were photographing, like, your house, like, you clean up this corner to be, like, super, like, spotless, everything, and then who knows, behind the photo, there could be, like, your entire pile of laundry just Oh, 100%. There. And I just hate thinking about that because I'm, like, no matter what they look like on Instagram, like... It's, it's not, not real. real. I yeah. know. It's so it's hard so to convince misleading. yourself that, too. 
Yeah, I don't know. I see right through it, which is why I'm not a big fan of, like, influencers. Like, I don't, like, follow a ton of bloggers. Like, I'm not really into that whole thing. Me neither, weirdly. Um, but I just think it's I crazy. went through a phase where I followed a lot of bloggers, and I really unfollowed a lot of them within the past year or so. Just because all of their posts are the same, and it honestly yeah. pisses me off. There's, like, probably three or four girls that I really like to follow because I really like their style or something, and I like to get, you know, yeah. fashion inspo, but... For the most part, I'd rather just follow, like, yeah. celebrities, a few celebrities. They're all the same. And it's, then, like, fashion brands, I'd rather just follow the it's brand. It's actually really interesting that you bring this up because um, I was watching one of the Firefest documentaries. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> as, not, as, not, as we all were. Not fire fraud. <laughs> but if you haven't seen them, they're super good. I recommend watching both the Netflix and the Hulu one. So which one did you like better? The Hulu one. Okay. The Netflix one talks more I about disagree. the event, but the Hulu one just was, like, better quality documentary in general. I didn't think so. Okay. Well, let me get back to what okay, I was saying. Okay. Sorry. We'll so, talk about that in a second. the connection I'm making here was that the whole, like, plan behind... Well, not the whole plan, but, like, one of their tactics was to post, like, the orange tile on Instagram. Yeah. Genius. Because they were saying it's such a disruption from, like, what our mind is constantly seeing as Which we is scroll like through Instagram. Faces. And it's like the same color scheme. Like it's the same photos of like faces or bodies yeah. or like whatever. It's all the same. But then if you have this like mental disruption of just like a solid orange square, you're gonna stop and you're gonna yeah. be like, what is this? Why? So that was like genius marketing. Oh my God. Absolutely genius. Like that that part of the entire movie I was like, holy shit, like I did that, think that was super that right there like probably got them like Half of their publicity. I mean, their whole platform to get huge major celebrities, models, bloggers, influencers, whatever, in on it from the ground floor, that's genius. Yeah. And again, it's so sad to think about. I'm like, these people are sitting at home, probably like losers, as Billy McFarlane called them. They're like the nerds, like, who want to be cool. I mean, to be honest, I don't know what I was doing during Firefest. But I don't remember I don't any remember of this either. happening. And my theory as to why I don't remember seeing it in the media is because, one, I wasn't on Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say that. And two, it was my senior year of college, so I was not connected to any news outlet whatsoever. Like, I was just focused on, like, partying, passing my classes, and, like, <laughs> literally and graduating. partying. Right. <laughs> So I feel like I was so disconnected from the universe. That's why I didn't realize that this whole thing went down. Yeah. But but now now that I'm insane. like saying being introduced to it, I'm I would have wanted to go. I mean, I want. Oh, what? Yeah, okay. it looks dope as hell. Okay, no. Okay, any smart person could have told from the get go. Not from the get go. Okay, maybe not from the get-go, but, like... Okay, once they their social media got super sketch and they also changed the location of the festival, that's when things started going downhill. I mean, but first in of the all, beginning, I would, it I would never legit. have been able to, like, pull, like, 50 grand or, like, 80 grand or however much tickets were okay, for some this of festival. The, some of the tickets weren't that much. They were, like, a couple thousand. No, I'm pretty sure general admission was like at least 10 grand. No way. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, because like it included like your flight and everything. I just don't know how anyone afforded to like buy tickets to this. Yeah, I was like, who were these kids? Like, 
loaded. Yeah, but, like, there are still nobodies, which is crazy to think that these people out there have money, but they're not even, like, famous, air quotes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It was just, uh, like, and from, like, an event planning standpoint, I was, like... Okay, Miss Event Planner. <laughs> no, I was literally... <laughs> Were you getting anxiety watching it? Because I was getting anxiety I was getting watching. so much anxiety, and my entire, like, um, office was talking about it, too. My boss was, like, I, like, could not watch it, like... They just let it go on for so long. And it's funny because it's so relatable because, like, we've been through situations like this with clients who, like, are somewhat like this. So we call them visionaries. Like, there's, like, visionaries and then there's people who are, like, logistics people. And Billy McFarlane and all of his people were all visionaries. They I have think these, I'm a visionary. Which is good, but you have to be <laughs> able to work with I mean, I, I'm also not, like, a uh, like sociopath liar. But that's what happens. Like, visionaries get so caught up in their and vision. That, yeah. They're pretty much, like, high on their vision. No, he's literally a psychopath. Yeah. And they just, like, only see their vision and nothing else. Yeah. But, like, it's honestly really dangerous. Like, it's good to work with visionaries, but you have to pair them with the right people. Yeah. But so that all the people that he balanced was, out. Yeah, all the people that he was paired with, he either, like, corrupted them or he, like, kicked them off. But the thing was, like, the guy in the Netflix documentary that kind of pissed me off was uh, the yoga guy with the beard. Really? Well, I really liked him as a person, but I was like, bro, you knew this shit was going down the toilet from, like, more than six months out. And you just continued to let shit happen. And the same thing with the other guy who was booking all the fucking acts. I'm like, bro... Yeah, but he said he was, like, 23 at the time. I know. I know he was so young. Yeah, he was literally our age. And he's out here booking, like, Blink-182 and, like, Kanye to perform. to think about it, it's scary. Like, those guys seem like smart guys, but they were, like, I think that they got so warped in, like, the whole idea of it. And, like, I really do think that, like, Billy McFarland was... A cult leader? A cult, yeah, I was just going to say. I mean, can, he, can we can we talk about the worst part of the entire movie? Spoiler alert, if you have not seen it yet. Yeah. But I'm sure you've seen it if, if you're, you like, are, even remotely close to social media. Yeah, you have to see it. This dude literally almost sucked a dick to save the music festival. Oh, my festival. God. Oh, my God. So, Ross was watching it on Monday when me and you were watching it. We're all, like, in our separate homes all texting about this fucking documentary <laughs> and I get to the guy sucking the dick for the water okay, tax. Okay, he's not sucking the dick. He's going to suck the dick and it does not show it. <laughs> the way you just said that was very <laughs> deceiving. Okay, he didn't even do it. But the fact that he said that he would have, I was shook. My jaw hit the floor. I was like, what the fuck? That was the last thing I expected him to say. I thought he was just going to say that he was going to pour more money into exactly. it. Exactly. And then when he said it, he was like, he asked me to do this. I went home. I took a shower. I did mouthwash, all this stuff. I thought he was going to be like, I was so disgusted that I had to go home and bathe myself because how could he ever ask me this? Then he's like, and then I drove across the island. I showed up and I literally stood there in front of the guy. I was like, what? I literally was like freaking out. I was like, no way. I was like, okay, this just took a turn. It also just really put into perspective for me the things that happen in this world that are so corrupt and it's. You know, it's 2019, and I think so So many of us are blinded by the fact that there is so much awareness about stuff like that that we don't think it happens at all. Yeah. And this guy who 
obviously had money because he was backing this entire organization, like, was so delusional and so, like, brainwashed by this guy that he was literally going to perform a sexual act just to, like, make the festival. So highly illegal. It makes me so uncomfortable. Like, And not even only that. It's like they already knew the festival was going to fail at this point. Like, and what is out- Evian Water going to do for it at this point? <laughs> like, the Evian is not going to save the festival. I promise. Like, if he could have sucked a dick to, like, magically build all the tents and, like, the infrastructure, <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that's totally worth sucking a dick. <laughs> but, like, really, for the Evian Water, sure, Evian's great. But, like, at this moment in the festival... <laughs> Evian Water wasn't going to do anything for you. No, absolutely not. Like, yeah. If they could have sucked multiple dicks to fix so many parts of this music festival, maybe it would have been successful. But. Oh, my God. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. I mean. What did, what did you think? What, so the Netflix was your favorite? I liked the characters of the people in the Netflix documentary better. Yeah, that's true. I just thought that they were more interesting. And then also hearing Billy, since he was in the Hulu one. Yeah. It was just like, why are you even here? Because he was basically not saying anything at all because obviously he was about to go to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just kind of annoyed by the fact that they even asked him to be there because they were asking his him all of these questions. Apparently they paid him too. And everyone was, like, kind of pissed because they were like, why are you giving him money when all these people are owed money from him? Yeah. And you're paying him. To be in a documentary. Yeah, like, he does not deserve this money. Also, his girlfriend is so stupid. She's so stupid, but she's kind of hot. She's really hot. I'm like, he doesn't deserve her. He's ugly. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, why are you still speaking to him? He's literally in prison. Yeah. For six years. Not worth it. Yeah, so are you, like, totally convinced that he's, like, a bad guy, like, through and through? Um, in the beginning, and more so, I mean, I think Netflix kind of made him to seem not as bad. Yeah. Um, and I watched that one first, so... Same. I did sympathize with him a little bit during some points, but... I honestly... I mean, he was a fraudster from the the beginning of whatever it's called. Magnesis. Magnesis. That, I liked how the Hulu one went more into in depth, the, like, yeah, into his, like, past. yeah. And the whole thing with the oil guy. The oil guy from right. Maryland that right, right. definitely killed himself to get out of yeah, embezzlement that was, charges. That was sketch. That whole thing, I was like, yeah, that guy definitely That was, like, one of, like, the first backers of, like, Magnesis. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, so it's a little sketchy that your biggest backer for this company was a guy who was indicted for fraudulent act, like, money laundering. Exactly. Okay, so this whole Magnesis thing, I don't... It actually would be dope if it was real, but it's... I I don't completely understand how it works. So I know that it... Does it, like, attach to your credit card? I know yeah. there's, like, other benefits, and then you get to, like, obviously, it's, like... It's, like, kind of like VIP a, access. Yeah, to get into, like, spaces and things and whatever. So I'm assuming there was some sort of fee associated with having the card. I'm not right, sure what Right, because how was. do you make money? I oh, mean, okay. obviously, like, off of, like, late charges and, like... Right. All that stuff. But, but I'm assuming it was, like, a few grand a year, this card. 
Okay. It had to be very expensive because you were getting exclusive access to all of these events and stuff. And then yeah, he had that penthouse in Manhattan or whatever. Right. That people could just go to and just hang out at. So it like hooks up to your regular credit card? I believe so. They're not a bank. No, no, no. I don't think it had any. I mean, it was a credit card, but I think it just hooked up to like whatever card you decided to choose. Interesting. Um, but I think it was just the idea of the card, like he was saying, like it being metal and just like looking badass. And he just, yeah, his entire life. I mean, basically life... how we feel about our Uber credit cards, but <laughs> heightened. I, I thought about that when I was saying that. It was like black and shiny. And I was like, fuck, that was me. When I got my Uber credit card, I was like, oh God, this is so cool. Like, yeah, like I can't wait to throw this down. <laughs> but seriously, like for some reason, there's something about like a thick, cool credit card that makes you feel like you have some sort of power in this world. Yeah. And millennials are the worst part of it. Like, they'll fall for anything. Yeah. But honestly, like, not to give Billy any props at all, but, like, he is smart as fuck. No, he's the smartest person ever. He literally didn't know. Like, he came from, like, fairly average family means. Like... And basically just got to be every fucking celebrity he wanted to. He was hustling in, like, first grade. Like, selling those crayons. Oh, my God. I was like, wow, like, I hope I raise a child that's this smart. No, no, you don't want a child that's that smart because those I mean, people he went, end up being criminal. He went off the rails and, like, he definitely got too into, like, it, it totally makes sense. Like, he was, like, the fat, nerdy kid growing up, so he wanted that popularity and that fame so bad that he was willing to do whatever for it. And you could tell, like, even in, like, the promo videos of Firefest and all that stuff, he was, like the odd one out and all these models were probably low-key like who the fuck is this guy guy? yeah like it's sort of like a Hugh Hefner situation honestly Hugh Hefner is like was probably cool as fuck but same thing it's like he's an old dude nobody cares (laughs) all they care about is the fact that he has money right and like all these Instagram models all they cared about was that they were getting paid a shit ton of money right to do some They're sort like, of promo I don't video care on who this, this guy island. is, but yeah. like he's paying us and we're just going here to like drink and have fun. Yeah, pretty much. And in the Netflix one it talked about like how they were trying to do some like other sketchy shit, like it wasn't even for the promo, but they were like, "Oh yeah, we're like videotaping this, like come jump in the water with us and all this stuff." Yeah, and, and like the toast that they gave. Ugh, yeah. Ja Rule. Oh, I wanted to vomit. I was like that wasn't even good. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, like, the way they were explaining it, all the people being interviewed, they were like, oh, there's signature toast. And I was expecting it to be some, like, well, like, thought out thing. It was like... Partying like rock stars. Yeah. Partying like rock stars. Drinking like something. Like movie star, Something like movie stars. Partying, yeah, like partying like movie stars. I don't know. And then fucking, fucking like, like porn, porn stars. stars. And I was like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Like, and those models were probably all just rolling their eyes. Like, why am I fucking here? Right? I mean. That first island, though, the one that was actually Pablo Escobar's island, that shit looked dope as hell. Yeah. Honestly, after they got kicked off that island, they should have known. Yeah. That was red flag number one. From that point on, like. It just went so far downhill yeah. so fast. But, I mean, the concept was really cool, like, if it actually existed and was successful. Yeah. But it's just, it wasn't even remotely at that level. But they did say some of the bloggers and influencers did get villas. Like, that one girl, she was, like, there was, like, videos. She was, like, obviously filming on her phone or whatever that were just selfie videos of them Mm -hmm. in a villa. Can we talk about the cheese sandwich? (laughs) 
if I see one more photo of the cheese sandwich, I swear to God. I don't even know where they got that food. Like, why couldn't they have just handed out hot dogs or something? Like, why cheese sandwich? They got it from, what, Marianne? Is that the the woman who, like, owned that restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. I... She's the one that made the cheese sandwich. She she has a GoFundMe now. Yeah. She's got, like, last time I checked, it was, like, $170,000. Damn, good for that lady. But, um... Just, I, like, still do not understand how they couldn't at least get, like, the very minimal parts of it figured out. Like, the infrastructure, the housing, I understand. But at least, like, they had the alcohol. Like, that wasn't hard. They could have had the food. Yeah, but the alcohol was sitting in, like, 18-wheelers, just free-for-all. And there it was just, like, sitting next to another 18-wheeler filled with, like, the guests baggage yeah oh god imagine the anxiety i got when (laughs) when billy said everyone go find a tent and everyone just starts running could you imagine me stepping off the plane or like being on this bus like the bus ride when they pulled up and they saw i wouldn't have gotten on the bus as soon as i they put me to the decoy bar i would have just been like all right i'm either finding a hotel room or getting on a plane back. I'm getting on yep. a plane back. Like, there's no chance I would have gotten on the school bus. Even if I saw, if I got as close to seeing the school bus and then I realized it was a school bus, my ass would be so out of there. Right? Uh, the fact that nobody died, they are so lucky. No, so lucky. Because the amount of drugs these people had to have been doing. They were so pouring many of them alcohol down their, their throats. I mean. With only a cheese sandwich in there to soak it up. <laughs> like, come on. And like. The conditions that these people, like, had to spend the night in. I mean, they were literally, literally FEMA tents with mattresses that were soaking wet. Yeah. I'm surprised no one got, like, diseased from that. Like, oh my god, it's just beyond me. But, like, it was, like, crack. I, like, had to watch, like, the second one. I was, like, I need more Firefest documentaries in my life. Like, I need to know more. I wish I could just have a sit-down conversation with Billy McFarlane, but he's a pathological liar, so I don't know if you would ever even get any information out of him. He, like, he has that face, too, you know? He's just, he's, like, a compulsive liar. Like, he can't stop. Like, he literally tried to lie about something on camera and then in the yeah um, in the hulu documentary and then they just started playing back things that he had said because he was constantly being recorded because he and ja rule were like always wanted someone with the camera out and then they just start playing back all of these things that he said that were lies that's what i'm saying the way that they cut that was like really really good it was really cool yeah like hulu like really part of the production ross and i were talking about this after we watched the hulu one we were like, why did he always want a camera on? And why, sketchy. why it's sketchy. did he, like, when he was, um, what was it called? When he was, like, bailed out or, like, on. Oh, um. <laughs> God. It's not probation. <laughs> not probation. But before he, when he was, like, bailed out. On, on bail. He's just. Yeah, he was out out on, on bail. bail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he tried to pull this other scam where he was, like, selling, like, fake oh, the, Met Gala what, tickets. What, what and was like, it? Uh, VIP NYC access or whatever? Yeah. That was so sketch. I was like, why are you digging yourself into a deeper hole? 
It was weird. I'm like, you're already going to jail. I just don't understand. Like he what told this, this guy, is- he was like, oh, like I'm under fire right now, so like you have to be the face of it. But like this is what we're gonna do. And like again, fucking idiot millennials bought these tickets, and he got another fifty grand. Uh, the only thing that I could think as to why he did that while he was out on bail was just so that he could like party it up until he knew he was going to jail. Yeah. Like he just didn't want to give up his pet house, the lifestyle that he was living the parties he was going to because they were saying that he was still partying like nothing had changed. Yeah. So. Like, I don't feel bad for him at that point. At that point, I think he kind of knew he was fucked, but he just wanted a way to keep um, bringing in money and that was really And he's just all about appearances because he's still like that little fat nerdy kid at heart. And oh. he, all he cares about is just like what he looks like to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that they were saying when they used to go to business meetings, he was, like, so adamant on, like, having a Porsche and, like, flying in a private jet. Even though it didn't really matter in this grand scheme of things, he just, like, thought it mattered for, like, the appearance. He was like, oh, we have to do this for this business meeting. We have to rent a Porsche. Like, yeah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, and that's, it's sad. I mean, I really do feel like he has a psychological disorder. Yeah. Like, there's something, there's some sort of brain functionality issue like that's not normal but like was he brainwashed by the fact that our society is so focused on what we see i mean yeah on social media and like, like the importance of that but like more so than the average person yeah no i mean he definitely has some issues but wrapping it all together i'm just saying that like what Did we, it make you want to get disconnected? Because it kind of made me want to just, like, go to a deserted me, island and not look at my Instagram society. account. I was, like, the fact that, like, these people get paid so much because they know that so many people are sitting there on their phones looking at Kylie Jenner's Instagram and knowing that they'll do whatever she posts about is scary. It's like, really scary. It's, like, we are following this, like, leader... I don't know. It's scary. Yeah. It does really freak me out sometimes when I go through my my feed because you just are constantly sitting there comparing yourself to other people. And, and you that's don't, really you don't where even the realize re- like what you're influenced by. Yeah. I mean, you're influenced by your friends, by their posts, and that's why it's a whole competitive thing. Like who has the most likes, who has the most followers. Yeah. And we're constantly stimulated like Every single second. I mean, we're hundred percent guilty, but we started a fucking podcast, right? Exactly, and people are probably like influenced by us, like what we're saying. Like that's so freaky to me to think about, like because when you just post an Instagram or whatever, you're like, well, yeah, I'm trying to look hot, whatever. Like I hope, like blah blah blah, sees it because I want them to be jealous <laughs> or I want them to like think I'm living a cooler life than them. Right. I mean, everyone has those thoughts in the back of their mind. And that existed even before social media. It was like, oh, I just want my friends to go, like, tell this guy, like, oh, if you see him, will you mention to him that I'm, like, having a great time? Because, like, (laughs) you want to make people jealous, of course. For sure. But it's just really weird when you actually start thinking about how much your influence has affected other people. Yeah. Like, people will even, like, message us and be like, oh, like, I bought Spanx leather leggings because you guys talked about them. Like, we don't even have fucking sponsors yet. Yo, Spanx, (laughs) sponsor the pod. (laughs) But the fact that, like, just hearing somebody talk about something on a podcast, like, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I'll listen to a podcast, and they won't even be doing an ad read, but they'll mention, like, a restaurant or something, and I'll get on Google and, like, look it up, just because I'm that curious. No, I mean, half of the reason why I want to go to Austin is because of a podcast I listen to. Exactly. Shout circling back. Right. Like, 
Like, I literally, like, would have never had such a desire to travel to a certain place. Yeah. Until I've heard so many people talk about it in their lives there. Well, that's just simply, like, tourism PR, so. (laughs) I mean, for real, though. It's crazy. But when it comes down to, like, um, talking about, like, a lifestyle or getting people to, like, jump on board to do something that's not just, like, traveling to a city, like, that's one thing. It's just, like calling attention to somewhere that's cool to visit. Yeah. But when it's something that's, like, a certain behavior or something like a credit card where they're, like, oh, everyone's doing this, you have to do it too. Yeah. That shit gets scary because it's, like, that crowd mentality that it's, like, everyone's doing it. Like, you're around all these people who are doing it. Dude, this is why that Black Mirror shit freaks me out. I'm, like... Honestly, it's, like... It's our future. (laughs) Black Mirror freaks me the fuck out. But I'm, like, so addicted. I can't believe you actually watch it because I would... Peg you as one of the people that gets too much anxiety from watching it, that they wouldn't watch it at all. I get more anxiety about shows like you that are, like, about creepy stalkers because that freaks me out. But, like, technology, I'm already, like, so... You're all in. Yeah. I'm already so convinced that, like, our society is corrupted by social media and technology. Yeah. Well, I was talking to someone the other day that people are taking these vacations now that are, like, uh, technology-free and you like can't bring your phone with you and I mean I imagine there's some sort of like emergency number that someone could call if like a family member died or something I don't know but um there's these vacation packages and they're just like technology free I would be down to do that I would have to force myself but once I I did I would be so happy I don't know if you would though think about the number of grams you could get off okay see no Kim, you are so guilty of it. Okay, because it's available, but if I were forced to not have my phone, I would actually but enjoy you would, it. No, but you would get anxiety about, like, looking at the really cool view, and you're like, fuck, this would look sick on my Insta story. I mean, if I could take a picture and just post it for later, then that's totally fine. Like, if I had a camera, but, like, I don't... I could do without social media. Because, to be honest, like, a lot of times when I'm on vacation... I'm not even checking other people's. Like, I'll post on my own, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck what anyone else is oh, doing. Oh, yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm on vacation. I'm the same, but I feel like it's still bad to just want to share what you're doing. Like, and, it's equally And, as like, bad. texting and stuff. Like, I don't care. Like, whoever I'm with at the time, like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> maybe I like to think that I could do it, but I think I could. Well, we'll have to test it out. Report back to the Millies. Yeah, when we go to Austin, phone free. No fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta stay connected to all our millies out there. I'm gonna take your phone and just throw it out the window. I would literally cry. <laughs> I had to go a full day when we were in Atlanta without a phone. All right, because the Uber driver stole it. Because my Uber driver stole it. Yeah, that was tragic. That was it was a rough time. Well, now that I'm gonna have nightmares about technology taking over the world. Um, yeah, it's been another great edition of Happy Half Hour. Yeah, sorry that we haven't been as frequent as we promised, but... Hey, we're doing our best over here. Yeah. Anyways, have a great rest of your weekend, and... Call the hotline. Yeah, seriously, call the hotline. 704-659-6974. Boom! <laughs> we out. you got me why don't you sit down on top of me? Hey, oh, I'm tired of using technology. I need you right in front of me. She won't sit. She won't sit. She won't sit. So I gotta
Got the wish, make it take the wish, make it pop, and make it rain for us. Just don't stop. I ain't got the move.